Hello, everybody. We're back here tonight with plastic. plastic. Not bad. Climate. Climate. Future.com.com. Hi. I tell you what. The more I hear it, the more I love it. You know, I, like I said, we, we've already displaced Bob Dylan a long time ago. Yeah, so, and, yeah. and now we're on the way to displace um, Justin Timberlake, as I heard tonight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that'll be easy That's... without any wardrobe malfunctions. Tonight we have someone even cooler than Justin Timberlake. That's for on sure. Our podcast, because we have Virginia, 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 Johnson. Hello, Virginia. Hello, Matt. Hello, John. Hello, Virginia. Nice to have you here. Nice to have you here. Good that you took the time. Gosh, you're really building up expectation. Eh? When you introduce me as cooler <laughs> than Justin Timberlake, thank you for that. <laughs> A plastic climate future. We want to dive into the world of plastics and polymers. Um, and we especially engage into discussions about how can we benefit from plastics and plastic material in a sustainable way for the future? And uh, one of the goals is to educate, to provide insights, open up honest discussions, and especially trustful discussions. And I didn't say where you're coming from, mm -hmm. but we will discover it now. And uh, we will also understand why you are the perfect guest tonight for us um, coming from an organization with a mission statement that says enabling a sustainable future. Wow. But let's make it a bit uh, more exciting. Tell us more about you, Virginia. Who are you and how did you end up in the world of plastics? My name is Virginia Janssens. I'm the Managing Director of Plastics Europe, which is a pan-European association um, representing the plastics manufacturers, and we're based in Brussels. And to your question, how did I end up there? <laughs> Very good question. Uh, let me just say I started, uh, I had a rough start, Matt. I, I started on the 16th of March 2020, so that the first day of COVID in Brussels, oh so you can imagine and feel my pain still. Um, it, was, it was a tough onboarding, I can tell you. Uh, and before, before entering, uh, coming to Plastics Europe, I was at Europen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might... Uh, ring a bell to you it's it's also an industry association also based in brussels but it represents the packaging supply chain all right uh, and so but also representing all materials not only plastics so all packaging uh -huh. materials and so plastics europe was actually for and i did that for 10 years i also run i ran european and so plastics europe was really a one of our stakeholders if you like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and so i had my views and opinions and uh, working together with plastics europe for 10 years and then the the question came uh, uh, towards me uh, if uh, if i wanted to have a change there and uh, and and what after some uh, some conversations lengthy conversations with steering board members i i jumped from Europe and to Plastics Europe, and it was quite a jump. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm I'm very happy I jumped, as it's a very fascinating and exciting time for our industry in transition. Mm -hmm. So was it then 
like coming from a broader field of materials to a more specific field of materials around polymers? Yeah, I, I guess so. It's, it's, it's plastics, right? But then uh, yeah. with the various applications, so it's not only packaging. Eh? We, I, mm -hmm. I assume we will discuss a little bit on the challenges and, and we all know that the reputational challenges of yeah, plastics yeah. are very much still linked to, to packaging and, and single use. So you asked about me, and so I, I just wanted to also flag my my personal drivers, right? Because mm -hmm. that's also still a question about me. So I just want mm -hmm. to <laughs> take that opportunity. But um, no, it's it's just future proofing uh, the industry. Mm -hmm. So I do when you, when you raised the, the comment on our mission statement, enabling a sustainable future. This is sincerely what I uh, believe in, right? And and mm -hmm. uh, in an authentic manner. And that's also mm -hmm. why I'm there to future proof to help help future future proof the industry, mm -hmm. and also keep preferably keep some industry and production in Europe, mm -hmm. <laughs> as mm -hmm. I feel that very strongly as well. So I was right. First of all, you're the perfect guest, and second of all, you seem to be cooler than Justin Timberlake. <laughs> with such a mission statement come on yeah <laughs> there's no yeah. doubt about that yeah i mean i think yeah. this is a great example matt of, of what we talk about a lot you know and that is uh and yeah some of this is self-serving I, I admit that but uh but uh for myself serving and that is you know we're just normal people coming out of this industry and uh, or having some interest in this industry uh, of plastics you know uh, when we talk about the industry of plastics uh, I've been struck over over my time uh, here at Plastic Climate Future and other places. Indeed, just the uh, the, the 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 humanity of of the industry, uh, and and uh, I think that this is. Uh, I know it can be some kind of soft sounding, but I think it really is important uh, to, to to bring that to, to bear. Uh, and uh, I think that's that's also what, so. When we talk about having cool people, uh, <laughs> what we mean is people that uh, that just also connect with, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, the rest of the world in terms of, uh, of humanity. So no, very good. I think that, that that's a very good statement, and and especially connecting to the to the sustainability challenges that mm. we all face um and that's why it's great to have these voices from the yeah. industry having the same goals uh that we discuss here but you mentioned virginia this is um an association plastics europe right so uh for some of the listeners who might not understand the structure what what are you doing there or what is the goal of plastics europe yeah so yeah, so Plastics Europe, it is, we are an industry association, right? So our members are the polymer producers in Europe. So we represent about 90% of the polymer producers in Europe. So that's about close to 100 members that we, that we have. Uh, and we are focused, so we are in Brussels, in EU Brussels. So we are very much focused on helping to shape that enabling policy framework. Some might mm -hmm. call it advocacy, others lobbying, mm -hmm. right? Uh, to make sure that the, um, the common denominator industry positions uh, are brought, are known uh, to the European Commission and uh, EU institutions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, to make sure that uh, the laws that they are drafting also include the, in the industry perspective in addition to all the other societal um, uh, stakeholders, uh, whether they are NGOs or countries uh, mm -hmm. or other value chain partners. And they, we all have a, a say and we all have a, a part of the 
solution eh, when we when we talk about um, creating a, a, a circular plastics industry uh, mm. in Europe eh, and and preferably also climate neutral, right? Uh, we've got mm. the EU target, so that is an important chunk of how we are also focused in plastics Europe. There's an end of life circularity mm -hmm. focus. There's uh, the, the sustainable use of plastics and uh, uh, and and also of course the, the CO2 emission reductions and the, the the production side. So these are the three elements that we we focus on. Also providing technical expertise and whenever there is a a call from the Commission to provide input, we also draw from the expertise of our members, right, of the companies yeah. themselves to, to to have to show uh, the, the figures to demonstrate with. Uh, what they are doing in terms of investments uh, or, or mm -hmm. technologies. We produce reports, uh, data uh, for for the industry, but also we publicize uh, those reports uh, on our website for uh, the larger um, audiences mm -hmm. that are interested in our progress. Yeah. Hey, hey Virginia, I mean, this, uh, this is not uh, uh, rehearsed here, but but because I have this on my desk here in my home office, but you mentioned some of the work that you do with uh, Plastics Europe. And and obviously, I, I'm, I'm in, in my interest, uh, a consumer of some of the products, uh, what you uh, as an association put out. And, and one is just this, you mentioned reports. Uh, this one here uh, yeah. is just, just an excellent one that, that you guys uh, had a part of earlier this year, Matt. Uh, I think you've you you have seen this as well, reshaping plastics. Yeah. And uh, uh, what I love about this is it has several different scenarios of from here towards 2050, uh, and and they're very you know range from uh, almost status quo to uh, uh, realistic. Everything is realistic, but 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 realistic with a little bit more proactive approach and. Uh, I just want to say that that's a great example of, of the work that your association does. And if you want to talk about that report, uh, we're all ears. Yeah, John. Well, well, thank you for flagging it. Uh, I'm actually particularly proud uh, of this report as well, and it's 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 a first for our industry as well because what mm -hmm. what happened there is we commissioned Systemic, so a consultancy, to help us draft this report. Mm -hmm. Whilst we didn't did not have the pen, right? So we didn't have control over the content. We provided mm -hmm. input, of course, industry input and industry data, which is mm -hmm. needed, of course. And so uh, what we are systemic is okay. Help us to 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 set out um, scenarios uh, towards uh, a climate neutral um, and 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 circular plastics industry by 2050. And we had a, an independent steering committee. So uh, I talked John and Matt about the, all the stakeholders need to be involved. Uh, so it's not only the, the member stakeholders, but beyond that, we need our value chain partners. We need the commission, the parliament, NGOs, Ellen MacArthur Foundation. So they all actually joined up in this independent steering committee. Yirki uh, Katainen, the, the, the mm -hmm. former uh, VP from the Commission as well, and, and former Prime Minister of Finland, was the was the president uh, or chairman of the steering committee. We had an independent experts panel, and so so this is how we then worked, or systemic at least worked on this report. Um, and the most important message uh, to me, I don't think, it, it was really the, the pace, right? So it mm -hmm. is possible, yes. Mm -hmm. But we need to act now. So the window of opportunity, it's now in the coming three to five years. Mm -hmm. So it's really now that we need to set that enabling framework. It's now that we need to invest the infrastructure, work together, have joint ventures. 
And it is actually also, frankly, what I'm seeing huh, with the members on the social media, whatever they are reporting now, it's happening. Mm -hmm. huh? uh, that actually reconnects nicely to, to your mission statement also. I mean, enabling sustainable future. And what you just explained is, sounds like a big part of this is by creating transparency and creating this trust based on data and based on science-based facts in the end that you you gather from from your partners that you gather through research and so on what i was wondering in this context um how do you see the need for having this dialogue between industry general public regulators with respect to the to the we have public opinion about plastics do you think it's plastics have a bad name uh as compared to what they they really are Do you think you have we have to drive more of these types of uh, yeah, dialogues and, and, and create this transparency even more? Short answer, Matt, yes, <laughs> and, and, and more so. Um, look, uh, you asked me two questions, right? So it's it's the it's of course yeah the need for open dialogue, and again not open. It's not only open; it's trustful, meaningful. Yeah. Uh, constructive that it's mm. driving us somewhere to solutions, right? It's not mm. just talking, 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 right? Yeah. And it's mm. because of indeed on, on your second question, uh, does plastic have a bad name? Yes. Yeah. In this, in, in society, there's, there's still a strong reputational challenge that we have. Um, partly also, you know, the, the industry also needs to reflect on itself eh? what, what, what they could have improved there uh, because of course we all know the versatility, the durability, the societal benefits uh, that plastics brings. Yes. Um, but on plastic waste and, and, and it has no place in the environment. Right. And, and that is where we are now working on solutions. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's very important to me to say working on solutions mm -hmm. uh, with new recycling technologies Uh, to make mm -hmm. sure that the, at the end of life, the, the plastics has a value at the end of life, right? Because that will help um, mm -hmm. to lessen uh, the, the plastic waste pollution, eh, if you like. Mm -hmm. you, you know, um, um, just to, to make a, a bridge to uh, plastic climate future here for a moment, uh, and what you, you said have said, Virginia, um, uh, when, when we started Plastic Climate Future, we based it on three pillars of engagement. And the, one, the first one we, we talk about is good faith engagement. Where, where I think the phrase trustful discussions, uh, I, I think that's that's number one. Once again, it sounds soft, but it, it's absolutely critically important, right? Uh, number two, uh, science-based uh, and uh, and viable, uh, and and everything that we talk about here at Plastic Climate Future, uh, when it comes to substantiation, we we, we strive for it to be science-based. And when we talk about viability, it's touching on what you said about it's not just talk. We want we yeah. this is not an academic exercise. We're we're in real life here, looking for solutions in a real world, you know. And then third, uh, uh, going beyond greenwashing. Uh, I used to say no greenwashing, but I think it's more like beyond greenwashing because uh, every every you know greenwashing is just fooling ourselves or fooling others about what we are offering in a certain way uh and 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 all these three things i think uh, and i try to be as objective as possible here uh i think that the plastics the polymers industry on all three of these domains is go is trying to go in this direction 
and is in fact going in this direction. No, well said, John. And uh, just on the point of the science-based, huh, uh, of course, that's that's the basic, that's the basis as well, huh, because mm -hmm. uh, otherwise we are completely lost. Mm -hmm. But it's for me, it's also important that um, we we deliver solutions to society. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And, and, and where, where we just uh, make it a better place, huh? if I can quote our mm. dear friend Michael Jackson, but that, that's, that's what we're, we're mm. after. Huh? And you just mentioned like the role of regulations and you also now uh, mentioned the European Union, for example, as one of these stakeholders. Um, is there already things happening that you can say like yeah there, there was some really good activities from the regulatory side that really pushed something forward or do you think we still need to do to more we need to have more dialogue we need to you know open up uh, some fact-based uh, uh, discussions uh, so that we can really accelerate because that's how it sounded like yeah we we're on a good path but it still needs more momentum in the end yeah, I'm going to answer that question in a minute mm -hmm. <laughs> because I'm actually forgetting something uh, in terms of solutions and, and where our members are focused on. So mm -hmm. because I, I gave solutions very much linked to cir circularity, but there's also, of course, the climate bit, uh, which I, I didn't stress enough. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's, of course, making sure that our, our the own production of polymers is going down uh, and also making sure that... Uh, there's not only when we talk about circular feedstocks, right? So moving away from fossil fossil based, um, there is indeed lots of innovation there on alternative feedstocks with biofeedstocks, even CO2 now as well. We 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 see this uh, uh, starting to to take to, to take place as well. So from that side as well, and also making sure that we are not only circular but also making sure that we are climate neutral. Mm -hmm. um, uh, investing in renewables and low carbon energy. Uh, uh, these are all elements that our industry is also very much uh, working on. But on, on the on the point of uh, regulation, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a, I, I actually like regulation, Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I like proportionate and smart regulation. And uh, yeah. once it's there, I also like it to be enforced and implemented uh, uh, in a in a harmonized uh, in a harmonized way, right? Because mm -hmm. that is still sometimes a bit of a problem in a, in an EU twenty seven member states. And what it also does um, is it, it it creates focus. I find so. For instance, let's yeah. take the recycling targets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also for plastics, huh? so it creates focus. It creates a focus of investment as well. It, it gives some long term predictability, and there's a target. And then how to get there, let us please choose according to the technologies and the polymers and, and the situation and value chains that we are in mm -hmm. and applications. Mm -hmm. But um, so so that I find is an advantage of a, of a, of a, a legal target. Uh, but of course, that legal target, it needs to be well impact assessed. Uh, you need to talk with all the stakeholders, including industry, please. Uh, to make sure it's ambitious, but also realistic. Mm -hmm. And it's also one of the reasons why we supported um, a recycled content target yeah. uh, on plastics packaging of 30%. Just on this subject, uh, when you said, I, I like regulation, I, I like the way you put that, uh, meaning that uh, uh, good target, effective regulation that also 
uh, mindful of regulation in the, in the, in a in a in a world that includes the economy. That you know, I, I I've heard the phrase once, and I like it. The economy is also part of the environment. <laughs> you know, uh, so I, I kind of come from that mindset uh, myself, and, yeah. and 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 uh, you know, I, I see uh, you know this uh, this this uh, re um, uh, recycled content. Um, uh, I, I can imagine that, of course, that that statement uh, may be sensitive to in the value chain in places, and I don't go down that road. Uh, but what I can also say is, I can see that when it comes to you talked about chemical recycling, uh, I think it's 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 for sure that that putting that that these these targets out there uh, on recycled content is is helping to pull the investments into this domain for sure. John, you can challenge me a little bit here. Huh? I mean, th there are indeed sensitivities and the value chain around this uh, recycled mm -hmm. content target. Yeah. Huh? But yeah. if, if you read our positions as well, we did yeah. put some conditions in there, right? It's not yeah. just a full on, here you go, set set a yeah. target on us and for the mm -hmm. rest, uh, we'll just figure it out. There are some preconditions mm -hmm. uh, in order to, to meet that. And it's about mm -hmm. roles and responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, and, and we certainly as, as polymer producers also need to, you know, do the investments and make sure that we can deliver uh mm -hmm. yeah and 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 with our with our um to our customers and and the end customers so it, it has to be a joined up session so i would like to do much more uh dialogue and perhaps some joint advocacy as well with with our value chain i think this is this is shows it nicely that you have to have this interplay between these different levels of stakeholders um and and Sounds like that's what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's in, indeed what we're doing. <laughs> but, um, I, I just think of another example, perhaps to give you, Matt, on what concretely we are we are doing or what's new. So mm -hmm. what I can also tell you is, so we had this reshaping plastics report. Huh? So that's, that's done. Uh, and what's next, right? So what are you going to do about it, Plastics Europe? Uh, so we are uh, now going to work on a, a roadmap. For Plastics Europe, its members, with concrete milestones, with uh, targets. Uh, of mm -hmm. course, we've, we already have plenty of legal targets. So, but then with the roles and responsibilities, what we will do as plastics uh, um, manufacturers, uh, and then of course uh, with policy recommendations as well. And we will have mm -hmm. to, yeah, to be joined up, and we will try to to let it be as inclusive as possible. And what I uh, what we also foresee is uh, to work with some KPIs as well. Yeah, but then it sounds you're not going to switch to the next organization with uh, within the next couple of years. You still have a lot of things <laughs> in the pipeline. <laughs> well, yes, if, if uh, my uh, my steering board and uh, my members allow uh, me to continue, and it's of course also thanks to our meds. It's 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 in the end of the day, I. Yeah. We're all interlinked, eh? so I'm 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 presenting the voice of our members as well. Eh? Mm -hmm. So there is a there is a, a progressiveness, there is a, a an attitude change, a mm -hmm. mindset change, uh, and that is also what we're working on, and eh? not only internally but also externally. Mm -hmm. um, so also thank you, eh, Matt and John, for the opportunity because it's also platforms like these that will help to bring. Uh, you know, the, some more education around plastics and plastics waste into a, a broader uh, audience. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 exactly our goal, and um, this is what we promote. Also, the 
these discussions and and try to have these perspectives from the industry, you know, startups, innovators, but also from 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 the general public and and activist side that we kind of call it. Um, but before yeah. letting you go, we have. <laughs> yeah. A very, very important question that we have to ask all our guests. Um, and it's about music. Music, yes. Let's see that. Let's get to so the we have part. we have our plastic <laughs> we have our plastic climate future playlist on Spotify, and then for e each of the guests has to mention one or two titles that they would like to have on the playlist, and that either connect to the podcast to the personality or to their activities did you have some oh, let's hear some yeah well that that was a very it's a very difficult very <laughs> difficult question but um something you that mentioned one singer already during the, the discussion today. yes well exactly and it's going to be from that singer again um so <laughs> I, I am so if it, it connects me the podcast and the theme so mm -hmm. why not take man in the mirror by, uh -huh. by Michael Jackson. I uh -huh. am personally, I am still a huge Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. And Man in the Mirror, if you look at the, if you if you see the lyrics as well and hear the lyrics, yeah, it's about accountability, responsibility. <laughs> cool. Start with yourself. If you want to make the world a better place, take a look at yourself and then make a change, yeah. right? Cool. I like it. I like it. You know, I've seen a concert. <laughs> Can you believe it? So uh, actually, I like singing, eh, John. I sing at weddings. Okay. Ooh. All right. Um, be careful. Be careful. We're going to ask you to do it. Be careful. <laughs> um, and then perhaps just, but that's not connected to the podcast, perhaps, or, or the theme, but it's just, it just uh, makes me happy and it gives me energy, which we also need to get going. Yeah. The going yeah, gets yeah. tough. And that's Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Ah, bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. This, these but, are cool additions to the podcast. This is adding value to our podcasting. <laughs> <laughs>